0: Hey y'all, before we jump into our recap of the second episode of Celebrity Mole Yucatan, we just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about what's been going on in the world. Um, And while Holy Moly is really here as a very lighthearted discussion of decades-old reality television, and we generally avoid talking about our present reality at all costs, uh, we just felt that really strongly that it's an important time to speak up for what's right, and so to get right to the
1: point, Black Lives Matter. Yes, uh, we just wanted to make that stance of ours uh, really clear. We stand with the black community um, against the injustices and the systemic racism that's facing the nation. Uh, We personally are taking this time to listen and learn a lot more uh, to become better allies to the black community. So some ways that we're trying to help and things that you can do too are um, voting in your local elections, supporting black owned businesses, uh, reading a book to educate yourself on a lot of these topics, and we'll share some lists that uh, we've been looking at, um, or making a donation to uh, some organizations that will will also uh, share some lists to help create change.
0: Yeah, and I think for me, you know, if you are somebody or if you know somebody that is able to Mm -hmm. grasp that the murder of George Floyd or Breonna Taylor or any of the hundreds of thousands of other people who have been murdered by police brutality, if you're able to comprehend that that's a really horrible injustice, but you wish Mm -hmm. that, you know, the protests would stop and things could go back to normal, um, we just feel like the reality is, is that the normal is built for only certain people to succeed. And, you know, it's not built for everybody to succeed because of racially unjust systems and institutions and that it's way past time to acknowledge that. Uh, And I definitely don't want to pretend like either of us know the right things to say about this or even feel like we are the right people that anybody should be listening to on this subject. But uh, we just really didn't want to be silent and wanted to take a few moments to share some resources and amplify some other work that's been being done uh, from some other organizations and people.
1: Yeah, uh, so one organization that um, I'm personally supporting is Black Lives Matter. Um, So Black Lives Matter was founded in 2013 by three black women Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi after the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murderer, George Zimmerman. Um, So they're amazing and they've created what's now a a global network and a community that's leading anti-racism efforts um, and they're just continuously fighting and organizing um, a ton of great events um, and resources and networks uh, to keep fighting for justice and freedom for the black community.
0: Uh, thanks Jackie uh, and you know another organization that I wanted to mention that I'm donating to uh, it's called the Brooklyn Community Foundation uh, and they specifically have a Brooklyn restorative justice project as a part of their organization um, and I used to work in the schools back in the day um, and this was a subject that all of my coworkers really did a great job of educating me about about the school to prison pipeline and sort of how so many students are pushed basically out of schools and directly into prisons and that a lot of disciplinary practices and practices within schools um, can sometimes put students in touch with law enforcement and it's disproportionate to um, black students or Latino students or students with disabilities um, and So restorative justice really focuses instead on building respectful relationships that like just acknowledge the dignity of everyone involved and try to reduce the need for suspension and zero tolerance policies and instead really focus on building communities in schools um, that and end those disproportionately punitive disciplines for students of color or with disabilities or LGBTQ students. Um, So we'll definitely post
1: the link to that foundation as well. Yeah, and you know, we definitely understand um, not everyone is in a position where they could or even should be donating um, their money, so we'll be sharing a lot of uh, reading lists um, for just articles and books and uh, some other resources we've been seeing that are a good starting point to just educate yourself.
0: Yeah, uh, something really tiny that should be obvious that I did recently was like I scrolled through all of my social media feeds and kind of took a look at who I was following and um, really tried to make a point of diversifying my feed more. Um, You know, like there's no reason why every single food blogger that I follow had to have been white. And that was horrifying. So I was like, okay, it's time to like make sure I'm listening to different people in this space. Um, So that's something small that you can do. Um, you know, if you're not, uh, big into, like, reading or anything, there's so many great documentaries out there. Um, a few years ago, uh, 13th came out on Netflix by Ava DuVernay, and it was a must watch. It was really just, a, an amazing documentary, um, and horrifying at the same time. Um, so that's a really great intro point if you just, like, don't know where to start. Um diversify your podcast feed our baby boy bryce has been talking so much about these sort of issues on the purple pants podcast me and jackie are just obsessed with him, um and so i think he's a really great voice to listen um for more discussion on this kind of stuff and i mean we know that we're just two small fish in the pond here and probably not adding anything extra to the conversation that hasn't already been said but um You know, we just love y'all and thanks for listening. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Tori. Everyone, welcome to Holy Moly. It is a The Mole rewatch podcast. It is our spoiler-free rewatch of Celebrity Mole, Yucatan, <laughs> which is season four of the early 2000s hit reality franchise. How's it going, friend?
1: Oh, uh, it's good. Um, in my preparation for like our how are you beginnings, mm-hmm. I wrote down, how am I? Fine. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: I need to like write it to remind myself.
1: I was a check-in point. I'm fine. How are you? Oh, same. I guess. No, (laughs) we're
0: here. We're here. It's actually an exciting time because, and I feel like we don't ever explain this that well on the air, but we record the episodes like. Over a month in advance before we actually release them, I think, because we're paranoid about like (laughs) us being able to release them in timely fashion for all of our waiting fans. (laughs) We need to Uh, record
1: it and then let it simmer for like a month before we're like, that can go. Yeah, we can release it
0: right so for context it's may 18th today when we're Uh recording you'll probably get this later in june late june (laughs) (laughs) so when our references are like really dated that's why you know why yeah anyway in the past, as you're listening to this on May 18th, Jackie and I have just relaunched. We just released the first episode of season
1: two of Holy Moly.
0: Yes. We have a new Twitter. We have a new logo. Yes. we are out there.
1: It's a very exciting time. We've kind of done like a rebrand. It's like season one was almost like a dark release where we didn't really put it anywhere we were just kind of like putting it in the bare minimum places Mm -hmm. and season two we were like okay now we have this library of things and like we both know we're committed to making more of this so like we're ready to double down on like john made an awesome logo and Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a very fun time
0: Yeah, we have had a lot of fun. The logo making in itself was great because at first me and you went on Fiverr and like had some (laughs) hilarious uh, just submissions.
1: We took some leaps of faith on Fiverr. It was my first time on there. I had no idea what I was looking for. And I was just like the first podcast logo person I found. I was like, you look good. (laughs) And it ended up that like John just knows us and trying a mole. In, like, like an halo. animated fashion with a halo is kind of a hard ask, and John just understood us so well that we went with his, and it's right. perfect. Right, right,
0: um, right, and, yeah, so it's been fun to kind of put that first episode out and now get a chance to, like, interact um, with, you know, the fans.
1: Right, well... And yeah, like we say that, but it's also like we now have this LRG experience under our belt. Yes. So we have, we just actually know more people that care about this stuff than mm-hmm. we ever did before. So mm-hmm. that's like personally exciting for us to have like, there's maybe someone else that cares about this because we've yeah. met other people that have played a fan-made version of the mole so we know that they could it be it attracts interested. a certain
0: type of people and that's yeah. not an insult because we are those we people are obviously <laughs> yeah um and so it's it's just truly amazing to actually have people to interact with in that way yeah Um, I think one of the funniest things was uh, one of our friends that we met doing the LRG, Tim, he, like, reached out to us after listening to the first episode. And he was like, it was really cute listening to you guys play an audio clip uh, where the interviewer was someone really famous in Big Brother World. And we were like, oh.
1: Yeah. And, like, that was after we played a big brother challenge in Mm -hmm. our version of the mole and had demonstrated that we know nothing about big brother so it's Mm -hmm. like characteristic of us and then we went through this whole research for that was in um Keisha's clip yes um we went through that whole like research process for her and still didn't end up finding out like that that person was someone from Big Brother, like we need people to help right. us. We really <laughs> do. Please. We focus solely on the mole uh-huh. and survivor, but Big Brother just falls to the wayside for us right now. I know. Yeah. But we're,
0: we're diving into the community. Yeah. we have been chatting with, um, on Twitter, this one guy named Michael Armstrong. He's mm-hmm. really nice. And he has a podcast called Reality TV Warriors. And they podcast about a few different reality TV shows, but right now they're, they just finished podcasting about the, like, most recent version of International Mole that is actually out, um, whether it was, like, the, the Belgian version mm-hmm. or the German version, but it's really fun to be like, oh, there are other podcasts yeah. that are talking about the mole, like, you're not talking about the 2004 one, right. but... <laughs> I love that there's a community.
1: Yeah, like, probably the only other people out there. But actually, it does make sense that, like, that type of stuff is covered because that's more, that's current. Mm -hmm. And, like, not many people are thinking to look back 16 years ago at Ahmad Rashad's Celebrity Mole stint. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but we're definitely looking forward to, like, seeing those seasons, too. Um, This is, like, just a small dip in the mole, which is crazy.
0: Dipping our toes in the water, just like Angie and Mark and Keisha dipped their toes in the water <laughs> last episode.
1: And got that exemption for Keisha. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um,
0: so we're very excited about all of you know this being released. Please leave us feedback if you'd like. Obviously, you can leave us feedback via email, holymolypodcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at holymolypodcast um yeah comment you can re- yeah, anywhere leave us a review of any of our pot podcast jackie should we yeah. read the review <laughs> yes
1: do you have it up <laughs> i can find it hold on
0: one second jackie and i are very excited because we, we didn't tell anybody to review our podcast no on, we didn't like, we didn't purchase
1: we didn't purchase no. reviews <laughs>
0: But we're so excited because we got a genuine review from, like, a person we literally don't know. Yeah. And it's a five-star podcast. It says, great podcast by the real Jacob Angel. And he says, I love the mole, and I'm so glad there's finally a podcast about it. <laughs> the hosts do a great job and make for a fun listen. Can't wait for more seasons. Oh, my
1: God.
0: And it's so Jacob, exciting. you are th- an angel. He is a literal, real angel, Jacob.
1: This is holy, holy Jacob Uh, angel. That, it's, yeah, we just like didn't expect literally any feedback. So to get like a really (laughs) sweet, genuine, random message just like made our lives. And like, I know. We would have kept going regardless, but it definitely (laughs) doesn't hurt to get like a little bit of momentum.
0: Yeah, the wind beneath my wings honestly <laughs> uh no but it's so nice that people just love the mole as much as we do yeah
1: exactly at the
0: end of the day that's if you what know feels good about you know it. yeah yeah exactly it's hard to explain to anyone and it's just you have to genuinely get it exactly uh um anything else new and exciting with you
1: um the only thing that's exciting is that Well, no, two things that I would highlight, which you already know. Um, One is that I finally got Tony to watch a Survivor season with me.
0: That is really exciting. You did text me because you wanted to know which season you should start
1: him on. Yeah, I wanted to start on the right one. And, you know, tons of right options, but I feel good about what you suggested, which is what we went with, Mm -hmm. which is David versus Goliath. Um, Right now, he wants who does how far in are you we're like six episodes in
0: okay yeah
1: we've been doing like one episode a day i've been very impressed because tony doesn't like tv is he dragging
0: his feet through it or is he excited
1: he's he's more excited than i thought i don't he's not the one initiating let's watch an episode of survivor but like when i ask him if he's having a good time he says yes and he'll say no more (laughs) yeah he'll say like i want this person to get to the end so he's gonna get to it yeah
0: right he has thoughts and opinions on it
1: exactly and the other thing again who does he want to win oh he um i'm trying to remember he wants he likes alec he likes john and he likes christian
0: all good picks yeah
1: Mm -hmm. um like the merge shouldn't even happen yet you know like yeah um he does not like nick and he, <laughs> and he uh does not love angelina she gets better she's tough and she gets better that's By what i the told end him yeah with
0: the latter exactly and, you know you and grow. i've been she trying to not you.
1: make like too many comments because i don't want to foreshadow anything because mm-hmm. i'm like if i say she gets better it's like oh well that implies she'll be here for a while longer so right. yeah it's tough but um the other thing, which again will be dated by the time this comes out, is that we have our episodes coming out of oh, the yes. Victory House Productions mole in a week. I guess the oh. first one comes out in a week, and I'm just so excited, and that's I am it.
0: So <laughs> excited! I forgot about that the other day, and I was talking to my mom, and she was like, "Your show next week," and I was like, "What? <gasps> oh, what show?" Go and she's Tara. like, "Your show. Yeah, it's She knows. remembered it yeah they're waiting Um, with bated breath we're all bored it's a quarantine we're like looking for any level of excitement i need
1: content yeah (laughs) if it's like of the mole and us like i'm in Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, so in yeah i'm sure we'll by next episode have some things to say yes we can Um, do a
1: little mini recap Mm-hmm.
0: yeah we haven't fully hashed out how we're gonna figure that out but we know that we're gonna talk about it in some yeah. way whether we just put it in our regular episode or if we do like a separate like 20 minute mini right. about it um who knows we'll figure it out we're yeah. gonna wait and watch it and see our feels
1: exactly and then i have two social media updates of Please people do. from this cast um So, right. So I had realized that, like, we were keeping tabs on Kathy Griffin a lot in the first season. um, And I felt like I hadn't looked back into this cast since the cast Mm -hmm. assessment research. So I was just doing a little bit of Googling. um, And Tracy Gold, um, a couple weeks ago on her Twitter, retweeted that Anderson Cooper welcomed a baby boy via a surrogate. And I thought that was one really sweet. Too interesting because the mole community is connected to Anderson Cooper. So I was just curious. Would she
0: have retweeted that if she wasn't on the mole? Does she have a connection to him just because of the mole? Right. Like, were they connected
1: before the mole? Were they connected after the mole? Like, is it because of the mole? And so
0: I love that (laughs) that the story here isn't Anderson Cooper had a baby. It's that Tracy Gold retweeted a story about Anderson Cooper. Oh my God.
1: You're so right. Congratulations, Anderson Cooper. This is huge. <laughs> he said, "I am bu- beyond happy. Like we're happy yes. for Anders and Goober."
0: <laughs> yes, we are. Honestly, oh. buried the lead there. So that's
1: number one. <laughs> yeah, I buried yeah. the lead a little bit. Um, because I'm I'm in this like, you know, mole oriented, uh, investigative mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my humanity. <laughs> um, the second one is from Auntie Nandi. Ooh. yeah also on twitter um i want to show you this picture i'll send it to you after uh but okay. if you go on her twitter you'll see it it's one of her most recent things I'll um pull it up. she uh, she so we're we're in the time of the quarantine um and ananda is a woman of science and she posted a. Uh, A video of her outside trying to get UV light into her lungs, she said. And she's outside, like, baking. It's clearly scalding hot and sunny out. And she's holding a magnifying glass to her open mouth. And Uh
0: it's a little scary.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm just like, Nandi, are you okay? Is this satire, like... I think it's I th- a commentary, but I think she's yeah, also kind sort of, social of trying. Commentary. Yeah, some sort of commentary.
0: Amazing, it. glad she's doing well. Yeah, she's I, doing you can't fine. expect
1: much of people during this no. time. No, oh no, no, mm-hmm. no. Definitely, I'm here for anything. Yeah.
0: You know what is funny is that two people from this season have actually come up in like my social media feed genuinely without me searching for them at oh. all recently. And they're both related to the same thing. I've been seeing a lot of chatter about uh, Ahmad Rashad and Dennis Rodman. Really? Both in connection to um, some Michael Jordan documentary that came out on Netflix. Yes. Like Save the la- no, not Save the Last Dance. <laughs> that's a movie la- with Julia <laughs> Stiles. But I this is called The one. Last Dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I did see something about that float by and I didn't look into it.
0: I See, here's the hard thing is I'm really not – care interested enough to watch a full documentary series about Michael Jordan yeah but the parts that I have been like trying to look into about our boys Mm -hmm. um because what I'm gathering and this is from not watching anything and just looking through tweets about it sure is that Ahmad Rashad was definitely in that circle they're all they were he was friends with Michael Jordan Mm -hmm. and people are shook that Ahmad Rashad is currently 70 years old like he was 40 years old when I don't know if he was playing basketball. I thought he yeah.
1: was football. <laughs> We're always <laughs> like he did a sport, maybe more than one. Uh, I thought he I was a football person. An... He was, you're right. And then he, but, but he, he was also was in a commentator, that circle. So like, okay, okay, yeah. The sports people are all together <laughs> <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they all hang out. It's like social. the
1: Mole and Survivor. It's exactly. like it's the same thing. Extended universe. Yeah, we it's... get it.
0: um so people can't handle how old Ahmad Rashad is because he looks great does look good and Dennison is in it a lot too and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it seems like he must have been on the same team as Michael Jordan at some point Yes. and that the bulls
1: I think
0: yeah and that people are like Dennis was like a crazy party boy that like it was like the finals and Dennis was like going out partying to some like wrestling match and then you know mispractice during fun let's oh. go do that just mean a bad, bad boy, boy. <laughs> um again, real investigative journalism yeah.
1: here. <laughs> he's a bad boy <laughs> yeah. verdict is out yeah and michael jordan mm. was probably like the golden uh like you never heard anything bad about michael jordan as far as no, i know no, no. He's as far bad. as i know Again, Let's I'm hope. not in that
0: circle, but... <laughs> yeah,
1: can't confirm or deny, but we think everything's <laughs> fine with Michael Jordan.
0: Oh, gosh. <sighs> that's um, all I got. That's really it with me. Mm-hmm. I've been watching... I finished my Lost rewatch, um, and so that was like an end to like a six-month thing for yeah. me. So that was emotional. That's a lot. And now it's so hard to get john john also like tony hates tv Mm -hmm. and i love tv and so it's very rare that john ever wants to watch anything similar to tony and but john the other day out of nowhere goes let's watch friday night lights oh and i've never seen it and john was like this is the best show ever he has seen it before yeah, he's seen it
1: before, and he so wants to rewatch re-watching. it. he's rewatching.
0: Yes, and so we're like almost done with the first season now, and nice. going into it, I was like, I don't know, show about football again. You know, <laughs> not my thing. But it's really just like a high stakes drama yeah. soap opera, and it's so good. Um, I and what I saw it
1: when it was on. Didn't? I loved it. Yeah. Okay. It was good. What I
0: will say, which is really fun, and I didn't watch it when it was originally on, is that. You know, the show came out a long time ago, and I feel like if I was watching it when it first came out, I would have been very heavily invested in, like, the high schoolers and their yes. drama. Yes. And now, you know, getting to 30, right. watching it with John, I'm, like, very invested in, like, the coach and his wife's relationship <laughs> yes. and, like, that, you know? Like, I that's totally see
1: me. where you're going. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's something for everyone in that. And yeah. a rewatch can really highlight like new characters that you might connect with that you yeah. didn't before. I love exactly. that.
0: Exactly. So it's oh, been really fun. That's um, so good. But that's really it over here.
1: Yeah. Love it. Let's get to Without it. Without further know? ado. Yeah. Um,
0: if you want to watch along the mole with us, uh you can watch on YouTube. Just mm-hmm. search Celebrity Mole Yucatan. Yep. Um that's, that's how what you find we're doing. It. Um and last week, we talked about the first episode of the season. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we saw our dear Auntie Nandi get eliminated, <gasps> which was really sad. Mm-hmm. We really loved what she was bringing so far. But, you know, it has to be someone. Yeah. And now we're getting ready to jump into episode two.
1: Yeah. I'm ready. All
0: right. You're ready. Let's I'm do ready. it. Um, okay. So I feel like we're getting in the swing of things where. Each episode follows the exact same structure, and so this episode starts again with just, like, confessionals mm-hmm. from everyone. They just do, like, everyone, there's, like, a camera room, and everyone has a moment where they just talk to the camera. So, Corbin's, like, going on about how he's really going to try to just sit back and listen and observe yeah. this time. Um, Steven's going on how, like, Corbin's an idiot. <laughs> Mark is like kind of doing a whole comedy skit where he's like, if I lose, I'm going to have to deal with the psychological effects of being at the club and letting people know that I lost the yeah. all. And also that his mom's going to be upset yeah. with him.
1: He's like, my mother wanted me to go on this show. Yeah. He
0: does <laughs> a lot of impersonations. Yeah. Um, Angie is kind of just listing everybody that she thinks they're all the mole. Um so, nothing that, ex- like, you know, same with Keisha and Tracy, nothing big. Like, yeah. being like who's the mall? Who could it be? Right. Um, and Dennis. Mm-hmm. Th- okay, I, I'm going to play a quick clip from Dennis because I think we talked a lot about how Dennis seemed really out of it last episode. Like, he just didn't care. Yeah. Um, and so, this gave me a little bit of hope, mm-hmm. in maybe, and that Dennis might have a little bit of spark in him. Of course, no one thought that. The man of love was going to
1: get the old Axel Runo, but uh, I'm still here.
0: <laughs> and by saying that, it seems like he's excited. Ooh. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I have a lot of thoughts on it. He's just like, I'm still here. Like, yeah. He's disappointed, but he's also proud that he didn't give in to what everyone thought he would be, which was maybe the first boot.
0: Right. I do like that he knows he's the man of love. Full um, acuno. Yeah, he I like I like his talk. Yeah. Um, all right, so anyway, let's get <laughs> going. Um yeah. and so naturally we're gonna swing immediately into like the first challenge yes. setup. And Ahmad walks out in a sombrero and a matador outfit because he is very on theme. Um, they're in Mexico and Keisha again is just calling him Mr. Ashad, which is really cute and endearing. Yeah. she's so
1: cute. She is. She, her voice is very high and mm-hmm. she's very small and she's cute. Yeah, she's, she's so always sweet. smiling. Yeah.
0: And she's like, they got Mr. Ashad dressed yeah. in a crazy outfit. Yeah. Like,
1: you Did know. Did you get Tracy's um quote? She was just like, uh, Ahmad is the only man who could pull this. Off. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> Is this him pulling it off? I love it, though.
0: Uh, Oh, my gosh. Um, And so Ahmad faces the group of seven, and he says, I need two groups, and Mm -hmm. I need four people who want to stuff themselves and three people who would most likely swing.
1: Take that whatever way you would.
0: Yeah, so... And that's, you know, it is what it is. They split themselves up and the stuff, the people who want to stuff themselves are Dennis, Keisha, Angie, and Mark. And then the swingers are Corbin, Steven, and Tracy. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got that right. It was Corbin, Steven, and Tracy were the swingers. Right. And yes. Tracy was saying how, and I this is what I agreed with Tracy's thought, because she was like, I chose the swingers because being in this stuffed group sounds like you were going to have to, like, eat something. Totally. That's what um, I would
1: expect. Yeah. Right.
0: And I was like, okay, got it. Um, so anyway... Ahmad takes the the stuffed group, the four people who are going to get stuffed, and he takes them to, like, kind of a (laughs) stall, like a little shop outside, and there's just a bunch of normal-sized piñatas hanging out there, and Ahmad basically tells them all to pick a piñata. Right. Um, And so Mark goes first, and he picks a pink pig and then Dennis, he takes a red bull. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is before or after he was on the bulls. Yeah, I know. But maybe it means something. I
1: think it was after, but you never know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Keisha takes a purple goat, and then Angie takes a green cat. Yes. And Ahmad is like, or Gato. And we're like,
1: thank you, Ahmad. <laughs> we do love the cognates. Yeah. Um, he so also they, said something like, he was like, Angie gets the little pussy cat," which I did not yeah. need to hear him say. I was like, come on, dude. Would you have like said to, that? Yeah, I don't know.
0: For every gross sexual innuendo that's on this show, I'd say that we address about 50% of them. Right. And then I feel like me and you have an unspoken agreement where like the other 50% were like, don't make us. Exactly.
1: I was like, I don't even, like, I feel bad bringing this up. Like, maybe yeah. I should have let it go. <laughs> But yeah. sometimes, like you need a little light to the discrimination, and I would have <laughs> felt very uncomfortable if I were Angie. Maybe she was fine, but
0: yeah, no, I anyway. always assess and like, is this something we should bring up? Right. Like, because I'm like, I boy, got my quota. Rampant.
1: I'm done for the episode.
0: <laughs> it is rampant. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So they take their pinatas, and now they walk to like this huge. center square in like the middle of town like there are townspeople everywhere Mm -hmm. they're like holding hands and singing and um in this square there's a big open field in the center and hanging up in the sky are four giant versions of the pinatas that they just picked out
1: and that's a sight
0: yeah and i always love my favorite thing is like before Ahmad actually explains the rules of a challenge, sometimes you'll get a confessional from somebody explaining what they think the yeah. challenge might be. And so there was a confessional from Keisha where she was like, I was afraid that the challenge was going to be that we were going to be placed in the belly of these right. giant pinatas. And so she said that confessional and I was like, ha ha, that would be ridiculous. Right. And then no, that's really what the challenge right was. which
1: makes me think like did she actually think that or just like she recorded this after the fact and so she yeah. just said what happened saying like, she thought it like
0: I'm intuitive. Oh my gosh. So all right. So the challenge mm-hmm. uh- Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Everyone, take a sip of water. Take a breath. Um, you know, take (laughs) get your notebooks out because we got a lot of rules. And so (laughs) the challenge. This one took me a while. (laughs) Yeah. I listened to the directions like four times. Um, so the four people, the stuffers who picked the pinatas are going to get placed in the life-sized version of their pinata. And they're kind of like have these ropes that they get to hold on to and pull up and down so that their pinata is like jumping up and down from the floor to the sky. Yeah. And so the swingers will each have five minutes with like a stick, a bat, to try to break open one of the pinatas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And inside each pinata is a little gift box. There's also candy, but there's also there's each one has a gift box in it. Right, And so, okay, so there's four piñatas. Yeah, Each you got it. Each one has a gift box. And so three of those four gift boxes will have $10,000. Right. And one of those four gift boxes will have an exemption in it. hmm And so if the swingers get a box with the money out, they earn that money for the pot. Um, If the swingers get a box with an exemption in it, they get to keep the exemption for themselves. Right. Um, If they did not get the exemption out of the piñata, then whoever was in that piñata with that box gets to keep the exemption. Um, Basically, whoever holds the box with the exemption at the end of this challenge gets to keep it.
1: Yeah, if a box that's not the exemption is still in the piñata at the end, which would be the money box, you don't get the money. So the swingers need to get... The money boxes for the money to yes. count
0: <laughs> yes exactly so it's almost like the people in the pinata is like they have a decision to make it's right. like do I want to make it easy for them to swing right. at me because then that's how we'll get money in the pot or I have a one in four chance of having an exemption so do I want to make it hard so that I can keep my exemption yeah
1: just keep it no matter what yeah right mm-hmm. and the
0: swingers are motivated no matter what to get the boxes out right because um, they're either getting money or an exemption but the people in the pinata are like ooh, do I be selfish do I help them put the money in um, and so, you know, the sufferers are protecting their pinata, kind of, and then the swingers also have a circle that they can't step outside of. Right. Uh, there's like a drawn circle on the ground, and if they step outside, their round is over. Right. Perfect. Um, and to finish up these, this explanation of directions, I'm just going to finish up with what Ahmad said after he explained all of his directions, which is...
1: Everybody got that? <laughs>
0: Because. no questions i hope yeah. <laughs> he looked at them he's like not a problem right y'all got it good we're going
1: there's one point i don't have like the exact time stamp but there's one point where like he finishes i guess most of the directions and it might have been it might have been right before everybody got that there's like a pregnant pause in between his directions And anything else happening and they're all just like staring at him and I'm like, (laughs) it could have been editing, but I also feel like it was highly possible that they were all just like, uh, yeah, Yeah,
0: no, 100%. It probably takes an hour for them to explain the directions here. I cannot imagine. Um, before we get into the challenge itself, something to note is that Angie had a moment mm-hmm. where she basically said that she was not feeling well. She was supposed to be in the pinata. And she said that she ate her entire dinner and got quote unquote Montezuma's revenge. Yeah. Which I feel like me and you can identify with, though, because we get too full.
1: Yes. Oh, completely. (laughs) She didn't just seem as distressed as we are (laughs) when we're too full. (laughs) She was handling it really well. (laughs) But I can sympathize if it's real.
0: Yeah, we, we know what it's like when you get too full, it's Angie. not
1: comfortable, yeah. Yeah,
0: and so she wanted to trade places and be a swinger, mm-hmm. and so Tracy very kindly switches places with her. That was very sweet. Um, it was very sweet, mm-hmm. and yeah, and so Ahmad's basically like, he, he tells everyone, he's like, all right, everyone, just play hard. Play hard, play hard, which, which was a callback to Yeah, what you said in season one, or all, you, season three right and you were like oh Ahmad always said this in Hawaii and now I can't stop hearing him telling everyone just play hard play hard I spent an insane amount of time googling Ahmad Rashad play hard because I was like is this a saying of his outside of the mole like right it's just like a sports thing
1: maybe I don't know I love it either I mean way. it's like a
0: general statement that makes sense but I don't know right. if it was
1: like his signature statement right Ahmad Rashad play hard yeah um, yeah that was spooky. So they're getting ready
0: to do their challenge. Mark is, like, suspicious that Angie felt sick. Corbin is saying, like, I don't think you're sick. And Angie's kind of like, well, I think you can eat shit. So Corbin and Angie are definitely having some tension um, starting. Like, they're clearly not getting along super well. Yeah. Um, And, again, before the challenge, now we're going into, like, confessionals. And so we get a quick confessional from our boy Corbin that I will play. Two questions you have to ask yourself. Why did Dennis end up in the bowl?
1: Why did Mark go first and end up in the pig? Why am I asking these questions?
0: (laughs) And And it's not just Corbin. Like, they actually have other people throughout the episode say how suspicious it is that Mark picked the pink pig. Why would he do that? Yeah.
1: I don't get that at all, and I also think, like, Dennis picking the bull isn't that suspicious. If he had played on the bulls, it's just, like, a normal thing, but, like, that wouldn't be one of those production clues, right? Because, like, that doesn't actually mean anything. It's just a connection to, like, something they like. Right. It's not like it was a mole pinata, and someone picked the mole, (laughs) and it's like, production planted this clue, and they were told to pick the mole, like right but yeah someone's like who is it steven later on in a confessional or corbin where it's like the pink pig for mark curry just doesn't fit his like macho macho. persona Mm -hmm. i'm like it's just a he's not wearing a dress (laughs) like i don't know it's out of control these people will find anything (laughs) Yeah, they're bored, they're struggling, so they're
0: already freaking out, um, but now we'll get into the challenge. Yeah, no, yeah, they did,
1: they, like, explained the challenge, and then they did, like, a lot of other little side things before they started the challenge, yeah. Um, Yeah, so we're getting into the challenge. Um, So now the... People are in the pinatas and Mark Curry, like how you explained the rope thing to pull them up and down, um, to make their pinata like bounce. Mark Curry's pulling his up and down and he's shouting like a little kid. He's like, yeah, baby. And he's having yeah. a great time. Um, and Steven comes up first for the swingers and this literal godlike music <laughs> yes. comes on. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's like, I Hah, did. Hah. <laughs>
0: He gets he, on his knee.
1: He, yeah, it's like a uh, like Greek like crazy heroic scene about to mm-hmm. take place they're setting up.
0: It's very like gladiator Exactly. Like our boy the hero. He's in his wife beater. He's yes. ready. He's
1: got his hat on. He's mm-hmm. got his cross necklace. Yeah. Um so he starts hitting Keisha's piñata. Um, but he says she keeps pulling away and he can't mm-hmm. get to it. Um, and then he almost steps out of bounds and it's like yeah. so theatrical yet again. He's like, yeah. he like doubles his over. Yeah, he doubles over and whoa, catches whoa, himself whoa, with whoa. a stick. It's <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> on his tiptoes. <laughs> like, like his center of gravity, like almost tipped him over, but he the
0: front just... part of his body completely bent over at like a 90-degree angle. <laughs>
1: He's doubled over, like keeling. It's crazy. Um He puts on a good show. Yeah, he, he kept it together. Um so then he starts hitting Dennis's bull, and he says, Dennis keeps pulling away. So he goes to Mark's pink pig. And he hits off a leg and nothing comes out. And so he starts realizing that he should, like, poke the end of the bat into the belly of the pinata. Mm-hmm. And that starts, uh, like, really breaking through and uh, things just start pouring out. Um, so at this point, Stephen gets a box to fall from Mark's pinata. Um, and so Corbin is up next for the swingers. and. Yes. Oh, but before he goes up, he turns to Steven, who just got his box, and Corbin's like, you got the exemption in that box right now.
0: And Steven's yes. like,
1: how do you know? And Corbin's like, I'm telling you, you got the exemption in He's that box. He's making a call. Yeah. And so, Tori, I need your help with this, because I re- I rewatched this line, like, ten times okay. at minimum. <laughs> okay. So Corbin goes, I'll bet you the exemption, I'll trade you my box that I'm gonna get to your box. That's literally the line that he says, like word for word. Word for word, like listen several times, put you know, YouTube closed captioning on. It doesn't make sense to me, but Angie goes ooh that's a good bet (laughs) and I'm like what's the actual bet like I know you want the box that Steven has but you're saying I'll trade you my box that I'm gonna get to your box yeah he's just basically saying like give me your box it's (laughs) not a bet yet
0: (laughs) right he's like I don't have a box yet but I'm going to get a box yeah and then whatever box I get I want to trade with you and I
1: bet that I'm gonna be able to do that (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) and I bet a buck on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it's he's just it's like, like acting like he's betting the box, but he's just <laughs> betting that he's gonna get Steven's box somehow. Are you betting or are you bartering? They're different, <laughs> Corbin. So that took a lot of my mental like, I really didn't even pick up on it that
0: much, but now that I'm listening. Go to back, it, I'm back and like, rewatch oh, no. it. It's
1: good. Oh my gosh. Um Okay, so before Corbin goes up, we get a little commercial tease. And again, something else I was reading into, it goes, coming up, our most shocking execution yet. And I'm just like, who would have to get eliminated at this point for it to be like the most shocking execution? Right. Like it would have to be whoever like gets an exemption somehow gets executed. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if any of these people...
0: Exactly. If I was like translating it to survivor that would be like the eric Reichman. exactly you like got an, an exemption and gave it up
1: exactly i think they're just they're just you know classic marketing hyping hyping it. yeah um, i've been up at 10 p.m crowd. but i caught that tease and i wanted to i wanted to <laughs> think about it okay so we're back and now it's corbin's turn to swing and he is like feeling really confident he takes his shirt off and he yeah. throws it to some poor little girl <laughs> Ew i hated it she so catches much. it this little girl
0: <laughs> it's like and she no. like runs off with her prize this is like yeah. it's it so like, upsetting because she's probably like oh some big
1: star I and know. like got a shirt and it's i know like it was probably really fun at the time but it's like it was corbin burns shirt like <laughs> is that? Of it. <laughs> it's
0: only the man with the biggest snow globe
1: collection in the entire That's world true. don't count him out <laughs> um okay so now he starts swinging and it's scary the amount of like violence and energy corbin is bringing to this pinata like it feels like american history x he is Mm -hmm. terrifying and i think what made it scarier was that at the bottom of the screen so it's like an actual recording from abc that is on youtube and a winter storm advisory comes (laughs) crawling across the bottom of the screen i'm glad
0: you brought this up yes
1: (laughs) because i was like at first i thought corbin was just cursing a lot and they were beeping it all (laughs) out but it's like and it's a winter storm advisory for like a minute
0: it's the loudest. It's not just beep. It's
1: beep, 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 The first time it played, I had to, like, rip out my headphones. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, is Corbin, like, freaking out right now? And then I caught that <laughs> just that was raging, happening. raging, screaming. Yeah. And so then once I got, like, okay, calm down, like, I understand what's happening, then I got really nostalgic for, like, that feeling of, like, watching a show as a kid and, like, realizing yeah. maybe tomorrow was a snow day. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, it was Aww. a roller coaster. Oh, no. Yeah, oh. that
0: was... I'm glad that we're both watching
1: the same shitty YouTube
0: version yes. where we were interrupted for this.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I couldn't ignore that. I was like, if it wasn't Corbin and if it wasn't at any other time, maybe wouldn't have thought as much of it, but he's violently swinging a bat. With one arm. Yeah, with one, one arm. arm. Yeah, so I was right. like, totally thought Shirtless. it was him at first. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so back to the challenge. Anyway, unsurprisingly, Corbin breaks one of the bats because he's swinging mm-hmm. like crazy. And Stephen tosses him another bat; he breaks that one. Angie throws him her bat, and I just want to make on one his thing: third bat. Third bat. I want to make it very clear that I don't think this is because he's strong. He's like using very bad form. He's just like swinging <laughs> it like fully on its side. At yeah. like you know it. He's hitting like a maniac. Yeah. You're better than this. Exactly. So, um, Dennis is noticing this. And again, this took me like five minutes to fully transcribe Dennis's line. Um, but it was worth it. And he said, (laughs) he said, once he broke the first stick, I said, what the hell? Come on, Corbin, break the second stick. He broke the second stick. I said, okay, great. I'll bring it lower, meaning his pinata so Uh that you can knock the hell out of it. That way you can break all the sticks. I mean, then the game's over, right? And I was like, that's actually really smart, if that's the case. Yeah. I love that you
0: took the time to do that, because (laughs) Dennis is also unintelligible half of the time. So hard. He's really hard to understand. He's just, like, under his breath muttering. I'm,
1: like, surprised they didn't caption him, to be honest. Like, I don't know. It's very Honestly. difficult. Yeah, he mumbles. Okay.
0: I, I'm glad that you caught that because all I could gather from that was that it seemed like Dennis was like, yeah, I want, I just want the game to be over. Right, so. right.
1: Yeah, this, it's like slightly more strategic than you get from not understanding See, I, the I, words. I, I wouldn't have caught that. Exactly. My, you gotta there's really something dig going deep. on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... So anyway, Corbin gets the box out of Dennis's uh, pinata and um, then we're moving on to Angie. There's like nothing well, really st- more. Stephen
0: was upset,
1: though. Oh, he was?
0: Well, Stephen oh, because was like, why did Dennis, Dennis was lower his bowl? It. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Steven's suspicious because like everyone was pulling their pinata away from Stephen and Dennis like lowered it for Corbin. And so I think that that clip from dennis actually shed some light like he wanted corbin to break his stick he wasn't like i mean at least if we're to believe what right. dennis said um he wasn't this like this will oh, come won't... up again yeah it'll come up <laughs> <sighs> so angie's warming up um but while that's happening corbin starts to try to form an alliance with steven on the sidelines mm-hmm. and this is another great little scene um Corbin turns to him and he goes, "You know, it'd be fun for you and I to go to go the distance." There's some kind of poetry in that, and Stephen just Stephen's like nodding his head and he's like, "I got it." Yeah, and then Corbin like hits it home. He goes, "There's poetry in that," and Stephen says, "I got it. I'm feeling that," (laughs) with a wide smile on his face. Exactly.
0: I mean, again, Jackie, I know that Corbin and Steven are ridiculous, but I, I feel love like them. when we played Armo LRG, we were that. We were oh like the like me and you alliance giddy smiling. Oh my God. Like,
1: yeah. Well, like... As if f- people couldn't guess, we have an alliance together. <laughs> if you can't guess, I will go to bat for my girl Tory, <laughs> And we probably did for each other in our game. <laughs> No spoilers. Um, no spoilers yeah no i want to know like to steven and corbin keep in touch in real life because it just seems like they had these intense bonding experiences here and like yeah. we covered in season one of our podcast they both underwent like religious transformations mm-hmm. and became like kind of public speakers for their yeah. newfound faith and it yeah. just seems like they had similar trajectories so i'm just very curious if they like are still friends i hope so right um i wouldn't doubt it yeah but we'll see what happens in this season who knows truly yeah um so yeah after that little thing um we're still in this challenge uh we're almost done Angie's coming up to bat um she like does this little thing that i don't love where she keeps asking the kids things she's mm-hmm. like i want to ask the kids which pinata i should hit
0: and they're yeah. all just like
1: screaming, and I'm like, "What are you doing? I don't know."
0: I don't love Angie. I don't this either. Season. I oh really my don't. gosh! I'm. I mean, it's like I'm gonna try to pretend that we're gonna be unbiased, but I know
1: she's just rubbing me the wrong way. Same. And I liked her in our cast assessment, mm-hmm. but it, it's just a lot of the. F- fiery like she's still
0: young in this like i i liked the cast assessment because i think we got to know more of the real angie and she's still young and more in her prime right now yeah so
1: exactly she gets like riled up a lot and she gets kind of like on her high horse a lot it's just
0: it's it's hard to know what's genuine and what's for the camera exactly
1: yeah exactly yeah cool same page um
0: yeah it is what it is yeah
1: and so then what happens is Angie starts hitting the piñatas and Corbin says what everyone is probably thinking he's like she's not sick. Yeah. Like, she's fine. She's like running she around. She just
0: didn't want to be in that piñata, yeah. which I can kind of get. I but... can get that.
1: Yeah. It did look way more motion sick possible than, you know, just the idea of sitting in For something. Sure. You were bouncing around. Um she ends up going out of the circle. So she gets disqualified. She stepped out of the rope. And again, the kids erupt um, just, like, at the show of this. And Angie is screaming, listen to the kids. Yeah. Like, what? It's crazy. It gets really, it gets angry. Like, Corbin yeah. and Steven jump up. And they're like, come on. Like, it gets really heated. It's
0: chaotic. Ahmad is, like, being, like, a classic ref. He's like, out of line. Yeah. You stepped outside of the rope. Yeah, Like, the... Yeah. the people are coming from the sidelines the kids like and they like just play a lot of video of kids aggressively screaming yeah
1: it's really crazy and like I tried to figure out what they're screaming and I, <laughs> I did a lot of like really trying yeah. to figure out unintelligible text transcribing um, the entire up and I don't know for sure because this was not captioned and there were like hundreds of kids screaming so they all could have been saying different things. But I could have sworn what I was hearing was another shot, another chance. <laughs> <laughs> Give Angie another, another chance. Another shot. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows. Um, oh my
0: gosh, it's amazing.
1: Oh God. Um uh-huh. So Angie has a confessional in which she's like, I didn't see my foot go out, so I was frustrated, but that's the name of the game. And then she's like, it was a good game. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did you really I, okay. like that game? Uh,
0: okay, what I struggle with here with Angie stepping out and yeah. like not getting the pin- the thing out of the pinata mm-hmm. is that last episode we saw Angie do really bad in a challenge and cost everyone money. Yeah. And however in confessionals Angie said that was my strategy I want people to think like I'm the mole You know, like Mm -hmm. I want people to think I'm the mole because I want to confuse them. And so that is completely valid as a strategy. I understand that lots of people do that. Yeah. What I do not understand is that here she is doing bad in a challenge, getting disqualified so she can't win money and just being
1: like, oh, it was a mistake. Right. She doesn't seem to care about the repercussions of that from like, a personal wanting the exemption or a team, like, wanting to put money in. She doesn't feel bad.
0: No. And it just doesn't line up with what she said previously where, yeah. okay, maybe she didn't want to do it on purpose. But then I would expect her to say, like, yeah, I accidentally stepped out. But whatever. That like, works for my thought... strategy. Exactly. And right. said she's like, oh, it's frustrating. It's like, pick yeah. a strategy and stick with it, Angie. You're driving me crazy. Yeah, I
1: agree. It's a lot. Um so now it's time for the box reveal so um The big reveal yes and corbin seems to still be super confident that steven has the exemption i have no idea like why but he decided that early on and he sticks with it yeah a vision from the lord exactly and he just just feels confident and it's like, especially when Steven shakes his box, Corbin is like, that's the exemption. Yeah. I'm like, what does it sound like? Um, right. How do you know that yeah. they're both not just pieces of paper? Exactly. They're probably the same. They do what sound What does an exemption, the
0: physical object, sound like, Corbin? <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, this is getting deep. Is it hollow? <laughs> is it heavy? Is it light? Is it completely <laughs> like, empty? Right. I don't know. So... Um, so Tracy and Keisha still have their boxes from the piñatas. No one knocked them open. Um, right? So s- they opened them up and they were both the $10,000. But since they weren't knocked out of the piñatas, the money doesn't go in the pot. Right. Womp womp. So Corbin and Steven have the other two boxes and Corbin just goes, I want to do a blind trade with Steven Baldwin. <laughs> And we have Steven's response.
0: We do. Here's Steven's response.
1: No! (laughs) Ah! How are you going to sit there and trade boxes with someone when you're doing a box like this? Hey, Steven, I trade boxes with you. How are you going to do that when you know what's in it? Yeah. (laughs) Anyone's guess as to what Dennis said? what's interesting now what i'm
0: gathering from now i'm putting on my yeah, like investigative, like <laughs> into dennis's confessional here is so obviously Stephen said no to the trade and in his confessional right there dennis just said how are you gonna trade with somebody when you know what's in it so he is fully on board that corbin knows right and Corbin and Stephen both know that Stephen has the exemption is
1: he like being a supportive friend where he's like if you know it I believe right? that you know yeah. it
0: <laughs> I believe your intuition you know it. Corbin yeah uh and we're definitely gonna get more into like I mean do Corbin and Dennis have a working relationship yeah. I like we're gonna talk about that a little bit more as the episode goes on um but it seems like at this point Dennis is believing them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dennis was a little absent last episode from like confessionals and even interactions with other players in this episode. Mm. It's definitely picked up. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's good. Um so they open uh Corbin's box and it does have the money and that goes in the pot. So it means that Corbin was right and Steven right. got the <laughs> exemption, which is crazy. And I the still validation don't know where this happened. So, yeah, Corbin's like, obviously, I know what I'm talking about. So, like, is that suspicious that Corbin knew? If it was that Corbin is the mole, that would be so stupid to, like, yeah. act like you know where the exemption is. In Was it his attempt to get the exemption? Obviously, if he's not the mole, he wanted the exemption. But also, if he is the mole, he doesn't want to put money in the pot
0: so he would w- also want the exemption
1: Yeah. It doesn't really make much yeah, sense. Yeah, it doesn't make way. much no sense no matter I'm how you like, cut what it. What is Corbin doing? Um
0: what yeah. what are you doing, Corbin?
1: Yeah. I'm just glad Steven is safe for another round cuz he's Yes. the best uh entertainer. Um so, but another quick reminder, this game is ultimately for money and they're <laughs> not putting a lot in.
0: <laughs> you would have forgotten that by now, it's but easy they to are here for money. And to be clear, it is not for charity. No
1: personal pockets. Um, so the pot is at forty-one thousand dollars. Um, but Ahmad has another trick up his sleeve. Oh, um, as he always does. I love it. The game is never done. So he turns to Stephen and he says, I'll give you 10,000 more in the pot if you give up the exemption. And Stephen is just cracking up like he's not yeah. considering it in the slightest. Right. But Stephen goes, "Dennis, what would you do?" And Dennis is like, "I would put the 10,000 in the pot." So he's quizzing right. everyone.
0: Dennis never does the selfish thing for his game. He
1: never wants an exemption. No. Um I like yeah, I don't get it. Um and Angie goes, you got to make it more than 10. So Ahmad like pulls open the purse strings and he's like, I'll put 30,000 in the pot. Ooh. And at this point people are starting to get like swayed. Steven's right, not, but other people are right. trying to sway him. Yeah, here we go.
0: Do it for the love I of the think. group.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just a little quick Mark Curry <laughs> trying to convince, do it for the love of the group. I love it.
0: Yeah. Because it, it, there was a definite tide shift. When it was 10,000, everyone was yeah. like, "No, Stephen, you keep the exemption. We right. get it. Like it's fine." Yeah, But now we're up to 30 and people are like, "Okay."
1: Yeah, they change the music. It becomes yeah. like, "Boom." <laughs> Can you play the Do It For The Love one more time? I just oh, love
0: absolutely. it. absolutely. <laughs> Do It For The Love I of the think.
1: I just like like I appreciate that Mark tries to kind of keep it lighthearted because everyone else is getting a little right, right. frustrated. Um, so Stephen's like, I'm keeping it. Ahmad offers 50,000 now. That's crazy. <gasps> crazy. And Mark 50, Curry goes, <laughs> Mark says, Feel the pain, baby. <laughs> so now there are actual threats being flung at Stephen specifically from angie she's like if you don't give up the exemption we're gonna beat your ass
0: yeah it's violent I was it's like, violent
1: Girl, not a good look and they're like if you don't give up the exemption you're the mole and i just never understand that phrase that
0: mindset
1: yeah it doesn't really hold anything i
0: mean he's keeping fifty thousand from the pot yeah um but
1: i mean but, yeah it's just like
0: these people just don't care about the money they only want to win so it's just not that motivating yeah
1: exactly but they definitely seem motivated in this moment they're like oh yeah we we do need to put money in
0: i think a lot of it is that when you're in the majority and one person is like Uh you know on a pedestal you just want to egg it on and make it into a thing thing. like okay you mole mole. like you know they don't really care but
1: exactly they're ganging up on him exactly um but anyway steven holds his ground and he sums it up pretty well uh with this clip mm-hmm. no, i ain't coming back to lose doggy you know what i'm saying i'm coming back to win i love that so i'm coming back to lose doggy,
0: doggy? <laughs> it's, but like i feel like you dog. know obviously first episode he said dog a lot but that was very clearly dog uh-huh. Dog, 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 dog. And this is literally <laughs> doggy.
1: Doggy. <laughs> like
0: What's next?
1: Pup? No W here, just a pure <laughs> doggy. Like he thinks he's talking to a dog. He said, doggy. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> again such a time for dog like it's i love it it's something i forgot about and steven really rocks it Mm -hmm. it's like he got his like stern voice like you know when he's
0: piling around with his voice he's like oh dog 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 and here he's like no no doggy i ain't coming back to lose doggy you know what i'm saying i'm coming back to win god no i'm saying gosh it's like when your mom pulls out the middle name it's like oh he didn't say dog he said said doggy doggy. (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, i love it he's just like cut off like stop adding the money i'm not gonna take it i'm here to Uh win proud of him for holding his ground that was probably tough um and with I that, would feel really uncomfortable
0: if people were like $50,000 oh it's yeah. all on you it's like Ooh.
1: that would be really tough I don't think I'm trying to remember if things like that like negotiations like that happened in our game I don't think they did I think things were way more planned out of like we have this available yeah. at each challenge no and we had
0: some moments where you could like rit- you could make a decision to risk add. losing more money okay for selfish gain
1: yeah, I guess so.
0: I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, no, but... no,
1: no. But I'm just like, it's just crazy to me. It's like, did Ahmad have approval to go from ten thousand to fifty thousand in this?
0: Right. Who does he have a limit that the producers are telling him? Yeah, I'd
1: love to know. So that's it for the pinata challenge. Wow, what yeah. a challenge. It was a big Ooh. one. Yeah. It
0: was a lot. Um but good news coming up is one of our favorite kinds of scenes car scenes Woo! car ride I love <laughs> Mix it, it up.
1: um blessed. and
0: so we get some car scenes um which is always great mm-hmm. um you know, in car one, we have Steven, Tracy and Angie and Steven is going on and on about like, why would Dennis lower his bowl for Corbin a hit, but not for me. Yeah. So he's not letting this go. Mm-mm. This is not going to be the last time we see Steven bring this up. Like Mm-mm. he is upset. And I think a lot of it is that he really wants Dennis to like him. Yeah. He you know, Dennis is the one person want. he's intimidated by. I think Dennis is the one person that Steven thinks is cooler than him on the cast.
1: Yeah. I just and remembered at the execution in the last episode, he's holding his hand out for a high five and Dennis leaves him hanging.
0: Exactly. Aww.
1: And so I definitely
0: sense a little bit of like, you know,
1: he wants Steven his friendship Steven left out. And
0: he's like, why is Dennis working with Corbin and not with me? Right. right. Um, and then in the other car, We have the other four, which is Mark, Dennis, Corbin, and Keisha. And so not too much is going on. Like, Mark is kind of, like, talking to himself. He's like, (laughs) Angie's the mole. Maybe there's two moles. (laughs) Like, just screaming about nothing. And then you kind of hear, I have an audio clip, because Corbin and Keisha are, like, in the back Mm. seat together. Um, And it's really quiet and hard to hear. Mm. Um, But I have a little clip of Corbin trying to probe Keisha in the back seat. Who's the mole? I don't know. you have a coalition with never like gonna be Are you working with Angie down on the beach or over? Huh? No? You don't share anything with anybody, do you? Huh? You don't share anything
1: with anybody. I didn't
0: say that.
1: You, you haven't shared anything well. with anybody. It could it could be two mole.
0: <laughs> She's so cute but also does not budge. Right. He's like, Who do you think is the mole? She's like i don't know She's like who do you think is the mole she says none of your business <laughs> that's a good impression yeah, yeah she, she says you don't share anything with anyone what yeah <laughs> she's like
1: i didn't say that yeah, <laughs> yeah she doesn't open up much no. to people she doesn't like sharing at the end of the pinata challenge too they were like i forget shake your box shake your box, shake your box. and she's like i don't want to shake my box yeah. and they're like M-m-m-m-m. they like are clearly getting a little annoyed that yeah. she like it kind of seems like she's she like, wants to say no it. to everything yeah
0: yeah um i mean i think maybe if the right person approached her she would talk strategy right. i think she definitely seems smart and like has a good head on her shoulders yeah um I think maybe it's just because it's Corbin maybe she might be turning him down um maybe she's the mole and she just like is like being overly cute yeah it's like
1: what and this type of thing would drive Corbin crazy like not getting anything out of you so right it's kind of a good strategy with Corbin either way to just rile him up yeah
0: for sure but I think it's fairly suspicious yeah
1: um true and then
0: we go back to the first car, and um, now, like, Angie is going on, like, how did Corbin immediately know that Steven had the exemption in his box? Like, is he the mole? Um, or, like, you know and now steven's going on it's like did he is he asking for the exemption because he is the mall but he's trying to look like he's not the mall like you know there there's just all that where you add one more layer yeah one one more layer yeah but but what if but what if right um in the way you kind of drive yourself crazy (laughs) yeah um we get out of the cars and then another favorite of ours it is a hotel scene, but not just any old hotel scene—a poolside a scene.
1: Scene! <laughs> oh my god, I loved the setting. I was just like, "This yeah. is refreshing."
0: What's also amazing about the scene? So to set it up, uh, it's going to be like a split-screen phone call, mm-hmm. and so it's like Corbin is laying out on a beach chair with a cigar yes. and getting ready to. Um, have a conversation with steven who's like standing elsewhere outside the hotel yeah and it's they're calling each other in a cell phone and it's just very clearly so staged like because they don't have cell phones like they clearly right. were like you're like 20 feet from each other but let's stage this like yeah. a fun thing uh and so basically corbin calls steven and it's like asking him like let's form a coalition right and steven's being all coy he's like oh i have a thing i gotta do but <laughs> you know after i do my thing then i'll meet up with yeah. you and we'll do our thing um steven said he had to go to town
1: yeah. <laughs> like where where is he going go was to it town, just a joke
0: uh, who knows? Yeah. Again, we don't know what they're doing in their downtime. Yeah, like Corbin's uh, trying to
1: seal the deal that he planted in the pinata range, right. and Stephen's like non committal. No.
0: And Stephen even says, he's like, I've been avoiding Corbin to try to make this alliance with me, and I've been noticing that that's been making Corbin even more frustrating, more yeah. frustrated. And he's like, Corbin's hating me, and I love that. Um, but he also, I'll give Steven some credit. He's basically using it to suss out whether he thinks Corbin is the mole or not. Because he's saying, like, I'm seeing how frustrated Corbin's getting that I'm not, like, forming an alliance with him. And that makes me think he's not the mole. Yeah. Because he is desperate for this alliance.
1: I thought it was really smart of Steven. And I was, like, kind of proud of him. Where I was, like, I feel like if Corbin's not the mole, he does he's not changing his game too much this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And Steven kind of seems like he really is. Like he formed a coalition Mm -hmm. with Tracy. He's like not giving into Corbin's things and has a strategy behind it. So I was like really impressed with him that he had that thought behind it.
0: Yeah, Stephen yeah. is been the most changed since freshman yeah. year. Yeah, most Corbin improved. Is the
1: opposite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but actually again in the piñata challenge, the piñata challenge was like 20 minutes of this episode. It was the
0: largest portion. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: right before they start, I think, when Corbin is asking all those questions of like mm-hmm. two questions you got to ask yourself. Um he turns to Ahmad, who's sitting next to him, and he like proactively defends himself that he's not crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. "I'm not crazy this time. I'm not obsessed this time. I'm just right. curious." And Ahmad goes, "Yeah, no, it's a gentler you." <laughs> so Ahmad is like, "No, yeah, you're trying. I see <laughs> yeah, Corbin. You're trying. You're trying.
0: So. That's the first step here." Yeah.
1: So Stephen and Corbin are trying their best. They're back and. They are taking it seriously, and they love the game. You can tell. You can. It's tell. It's fun. Oh, um, was that the end of the pool scene? Yeah, I think
0: that's it. Cause then okay. we get everybody out by the pool next, yes. and we're getting ready for the next challenge. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, right. So right into the next challenge around the pool. Another challenge for exemption. Um, so Ahmad just like cuts to the chase the whole group is sitting in front of him and he just goes who here would like an exemption and everyone raises their hand right um and so this challenge is a favorite from hawaii and probably from earlier seasons it's just been a while so i can't remember Mm. called exemption or bust classic we love this challenge we love a good challenge for an exemption and Ahmad, okay, so what it is, Ahmad's like, I'm gonna give the group an exemption. You have to unanimously decide who you want to give that exemption to, to one person. And Steven immediately is like, I remember this game. This game sucks because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard to agree. And Ahmad adds, If you do this, I'll put $25,000 in the pot. If you don't agree on who to give it to, I'll take $25,000 out of the pot.
0: Such crazy stakes. I love it. Yeah,
1: I love Ahmad's like, (laughs) you guys need to realize this is also for money. And like this puts it in perspective.
0: Right. Because it's not just if you do it, you get money because obviously then no one will do it. But it's that if
1: you don't do it,
0: there is a big penalty. There's a
1: huge penalty. Yeah. And so they only have 20 minutes to have this conversation Mm -hmm. and figure it out
0: for Um, sure and
1: for context
0: they did this in Hawaii so Corbin and Steven have both played this game before yeah and they almost won when they did it their time and came to an agreement but Corbin was the stick in the mud who basically wouldn't allow everyone to agree
1: exactly and so Corbin at the start of this episode was like my strategy is to sit back and listen and observe um, but they start this challenge and immediately Corbin's like, look, you saw this last time. I'm doing the same thing. If you don't yeah. vote for me, it's not happening.
0: <laughs> He's like, I'm back, people. He's like,
1: I will hold my ground. Yeah. And so Angie's like, well, I'm not going to vote for Corbin. And Keisha's yeah. like, me neither. So we're 10 seconds in to the challenge and we're already like failing yeah. like completely no one's for open for sure
0: i have a big audio clip of Good. this whole part so that's great because it's hard to, it's there's hard to just so much this. going on. yeah yeah okay Go here's a, here's first clip
1: all right the time has started if the exemption is not mine
0: i will not vote for this i think you saw the last show and it still stands you can shove that exemption up your behind because i'm not voting for corbin me either I don't think I want to give anybody okay, an extension. Okay, all right, you want it? Of course I want it. Okay, let's give it to Tracy then, you guys. Who I'm votes not for, Tracy? for Tracy? You're yep. not voting for Tracy, okay? All right, Angie, how you feel? I think... They- okay, uh, Keisha, how you feel? You want to hear what I yeah, feel? Yeah, go ahead. Or you yes to or no? Me? Just yes
1: or no. I don't want to hear the explanations and all that.
0: Oh, hold on! Wait a second! All when you don't count, one. go to hell. I
1: hated the Flintstones. <laughs> right.
0: No, you ain't got nothing to say.
1: You have nothing to say here. You have an exemption. You're out of order! You're out of order! You're out of order! All right? What can I have another, another one? I was like, "What is happening here? What is happening? What's yeah, up with like that? Why can't I get another one?" You're out of it. You're out of it. You've already got one. Yeah. So uh, I can't get
0: another one. <laughs> so yeah
1: so a lot happened in that um yeah it you know what mark is crazy <laughs> mark
0: like he's aggressive and he's rude to angie
1: that was rude
0: he was like i don't he, he cut he cut it he cut her off immediately yeah that
1: was super rude that would have bothered me um mm-hmm. yeah like he's shouting um kind of playfully but it's very hard to tell if he's joking or not exactly like the way steven responds helps it become more of a joke but it very easily could have been very aggressive
0: right like with steven he's like back and forth like i hate the flintstones obviously steven was barney rebel so like they that makes it playful but i can totally if i was angie and he yelled at me like that i would have been so pissed yeah
1: for sure um so they obviously can't agree on anyone. Um, and I think we could probably just go right into yeah, the next let's sound go into clip. The next clip. It's, yeah, <laughs> it gets a little darker. Stuff. You need her to... I need Angie to be in there to potentially... So you're being potentially- selfish, basically. <laughs> no, I'm being generous like you, you
0: <laughs> little... F- oh. Come on. Hey, hey, watch it, boys. Watch- oh! oh. Watch is watch oh. watch oh. a little out of control. Hey, hey, How hey, about hey, that? Hey. Can we get a sorry here, my man? I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. Mo- Let me tell you, I can forgive, but I don't forget anything. I really don't care, because you no longer exist in my world. Keisha's anger is like no anger I've seen before. She says everything with a smile. A smile. Can I say something? How about this? Since Corbin wants to be the center of attention as usual, who is it that you'd like to vote for? Who is it that you want the exemption to go to? Give it to Dennis. Dennis. We'll go back Give to Dennis. Okay, Dennis.
1: Big D-Ross. I'll vote for I Dennis. Want really- I, don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. doesn't want it. I don't want it. Give it
0: to somebody that wanted. it. So. Ooh. A lot. It's a lot. I um, can go to another snap there. Corbin Akeisha. it's like, ooh. Yeah,
1: that took a really mean turn for mm-hmm. them. I mean, clearly, tensions are high, but... Still, it was not justified that Corbin just, like, we don't know exactly what she, he called her, but it was not good, and it mm-hmm. clearly shifted the tone of the whole group.
0: Yeah, the entire group. It Amad was bad. Went, oh. yeah,
1: Amad kind of laughed. Yeah. Amad was like, ho, oh. <laughs> And Mark is like, say sorry. Like, Mark's doing his best in this moderator uh, role that he somehow fell into. Yeah, he's um, like, you're not
0: going sorry here, my man. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I guess like the most important thing that I took away from that is that Corbin doesn't want Angie to be exempt because he needs to see if she passes the quiz without an exemption, which doesn't make too much sense. If she's the mole, she's going to pass anyway. And if she leaves, then, you know, she's not the mole. So you don't really learn anything either way. I guess it's just like you want to see her leave or you want to see her be that, vulnerable.
0: I think he just doesn't want her to have the exemption. Yeah. My biggest takeaway from that clip was everybody almost agreeing to give it to Dennis. Mm-hmm. And then Dennis being like, no, I don't want it.
1: He wants to play a straight up game. Yeah. It's crazy. I cut it off
0: before the confessional, but he does have a oh, yeah. where he's like, I want to play this game straight on. I don't want a free ride.
1: I love that. It's so completely opposite of what everyone else would ever do like, of what anyone should do yeah. in this game. and Mark at some point he's like maybe I'm missing something like I'm confused am I missing some type of strategy right um like Mark is just kind of silently like losing his yeah. mind in this game alone
0: he's like I'm gonna try to get the benefit of the doubt and like <laughs> assume there's some
1: logic yeah here, but. so um anyway they clearly do not agree on who to give it to um and so they lose the money um Mm -hmm. one
0: thing i want to say is like it then it almost feels like everyone is going to say dennis and like angie's like saying no that she doesn't want to do it Mm -hmm. and um like at one point corbin's argument is like come on angie isn't dennis fun like don't we want to keep him around for another round which is a good argument
1: and oh, another argument that he says, and I don't even know what he was trying to convince her of. I guess um probably I guess to give it to Dennis. Yeah. Corbin was like, "Angie, if you're here tomorrow, I guarantee I will tell you who the mole is." And I'm like, "Yeah. What do you again, what do you mean? Because if you think it's between her and someone else, If she's still here tomorrow, you still don't know. (laughs) Like, right? You're still in the middle of two people. If she's still here,
0: promises you cannot keep, Corbin. But yet, (laughs) you were mysterious and knew where the the exception was in the last game. So, is there a method? Right. It it, is there a method to your madness? How do you know these (sighs) things? It's like so mysterious. You have a magic eight ball. What is your source?
1: And then Keisha. You know, getting a little feisty in response, which I do not blame her for after what Corbin Mm -mm. said. She's like, Corbin is a loser who has come back to redeem himself to not give him the satisfaction. And I'm just like, go girl.
0: hmm At the ends there, it was really Angie and Keisha that were like, Nope, nope, we're not agreeing. Yeah. Like they they were the two that were like, absolutely not. And then like at the ends there, like it's counting down, and they're like, three, two, one, it's over. Yeah,
1: they're really digging the nail yeah. in that coffin. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like, I mean, it could have happened this way anyway, but I think they're clearly aggravated by Corbin in that conversation and just like he's unwilling to do anything like that doesn't rub people the wrong way and that doesn't directly benefit him. And so in mm-hmm. response, like obviously people are not going to want to be on your side. Like it's not at all something that he's making it easy to like agree to. So no. So um, that's it with that. Did we have, I think we have a clip of like right after it, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: a clip of like kind of the aftermath where they realized they lost 25000 the pot's down to 16000 mm-hmm.
1: The pot now stands at $16,000. Oh, see I don't understand. Maybe I'm up, Maybe I'm playing different.
0: <laughs> but we could it could have been an easy thing. It was
1: like watching a train wreck.
0: Not, this was one dysfunctional family. <laughs> now, I have to ask myself a question. You ask whatever question Wait, you want. Let me want. ask you, why did I want you in the game? To find out if you're more. I think that was a moly roly doly thing to do and you know what I got it right around to you and now I think you're the mole great I'm glad you think I'm the mole Corbin at the end of the day you vote right. for me Corbin I hope you vote for me as the mole I really do I really hope you do okay. uh, maybe I'm confused <laughs> peace out you
1: it. God bless the game is always a game and it's always on <laughs> what is she mad at she mad at me this is getting nasty now, and I don't condone
0: any of this. <laughs> oh, it does getting oh nasty, God. and it is true that Mark and Steven are the ones where Mark's just like, am I confused? Steven's like, "A knight.
1: Yeah, they're trying to keep some levity. <laughs> oh, my uh. God. The game is always a game, and it's always on. <laughs>
0: like, Oh, my gosh. I've got tense, though. Corbin yeah. and Angie are both very intense.
1: They're a lot and they are really bad for each other because it just mm-hmm. escalates between the two. For sure. <sighs> um Yeah, and then good. something else, just as an aside, like we've heard it a little through some clips, but I feel like Tracy is a really good narrator yeah. for the season. She's very logical, level headed, and she feels like it it feels like she kind of gets the like essence of people at points mm-hmm. um so she's like I feel like Angie is the person who stopped this challenge like right she has a temper and she just like stalled it um and so For sure. yeah and but kind of- she's
0: smart about it in the way where she's like you know I need to what what Tracy is trying to do is to distinguish is Angie just a person with a personality right. and a temper like that and that's why it ended or is she the mole and, like, she's using that temper as a shield where yeah. it's, like, almost a strategy at that point where you just act like, oh, I'm just so hot off right. the, you know, I'm, like, off the cuff and, like, I can't control my emotions yeah. and use that as an excuse for why you ruin challenges. Right.
1: Totally. Because this is a theme with Angie. Like, I mean, she ruins. Has, the, she, she,
0: she, has she put any money in
1: the pot? Like, has she no helped at all?
0: The first episode, she ruined. She ruined the challenge for yeah. them. This episode, she w- got disqualified in the pinata challenge, and now she lost. I mean, Keisha was also a part of why they lost. Yeah, this for sure. So and it's Corbin, not fair that it's
1: Corbin didn't help either. Um,
0: right. Exactly. So it's not fair to say it's strictly Angie's fault. Right. But that's at least the way that the cast is portraying it right. at this point.
1: Totally. Um. So yeah, then Mark Curry. Um ends us on a little bit of a quote.
0: Here's a moment where it's just, this is one that we chose to not ignore.
1: Right. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. She lost us $35,000, right? Am I right? Just tell me, tell me yes or no. Yes. Yeah. 35 Gs in one day. As a pimp, what would a pimp do? You let her go.
0: So, lovely commentary. Hilarious. Not a children's show. No. Uh, really i mean mark is mark is comes across as very dated where it's like mark you would not be a thing in 2020
1: yeah it's true mark's the type of person that like if his humor wasn't offensive like and if i were around him he's the type of person that like i'd be laughing at everything he says mm -hmm, because he's like mm -hmm. he's like constantly trying to get people he's a class clown yeah he's a class clown and like i love people like that and i would be like completely feeding his ego just like finding him right. hilarious but most of the time his humor is a little gender yeah discriminatory
0: yeah and it's tough um it's tough yeah. and it, i mean this obviously is a older show right. and so i don't think that any of this would Thing right right now, but
1: it's like ooh, yeah, really? it doesn't it Come doesn't on. age well. ABC should no. do a remaster of of these yeah. two seasons and just kind of clean it up a little.
0: It um, did not age well. Yeah.
1: And then for some reason the scene ends um with a confessional <laughs> from Dennis and yeah. I love it. He goes, Who's the mole? I'm gonna take a wild guess. It's me. I'm like again two great
0: narrators (laughs) tracy and dennis i do
1: love the two couldn't be more different and i love them both
0: (sighs) yeah um all right so that got heated Mm -hmm. um and now what is important to know is that that challenge took place at night and the next scene we get is a dinner scene the next day um and like Ahmad's like good evening everyone I hope you had a nice day and I'm like I wish I knew what they did right I and it's light
1: out at dinner and it's usually dark out by the Never time they have dinner, dinner. so it's like are they trying to play us like is this right. breakfast like, right yeah I think it's an early <laughs> dinner because later on in the scene it's dark but yeah yeah
0: um and so there's Oh, there's, like, a crazy confessional of Corbin where he's, like, making silent screaming faces at the camera where he's basically, like, not making any noise but staring at the camera and, like, contorting his face in a really it's, horrifying way.
1: I, like, actually wish I never saw it. I highly <laughs> recommend – I wish I knew the timestamps and I could tell you to skip these <laughs> seconds because it's, yeah. it's, like, really scary. It's, like, a I'm silent gonna... movie – scary I,
0: I can make um like a gif or a gif or however <gasps> yes, you say good it idea. and put it on our twitter later but, but it, it needs like a trigger, trigger warning, warning. <laughs> it's yeah. scary explicit content <laughs> um so anyway corbin has that moment and so before, like, they sit down at dinner, he's kind of, like, doing his, like, crazy Corbin thing mm. where he's, like, analyzing the shelves on the table. He's like, oh, wow, look, there's – why is there just this one shell here? Um, and then Corbin gets really into counting candles, and he did this last Aww. season. He's always looking for clues of things on the dinner table and thinks that, like, the number of candles on the dinner table mean something. Yeah, And, I mean, this is – um Kind of hard to hear this clip because it involves Dennis and he like mumbles like really inaudibly. But I'm gonna try to play it and see if it comes across. Seven candles, the seven yeah. candles sitting right here. Seven little candles. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, and book
1: seven. Nine. Nine.
0: Corbin's <laughs> counting seven he's like one two three four five six seven and book seven and you just hear Dennis go there's nine candles idiot nine <laughs> <Yeah>. candles.
1: <laughs> he doesn't blow up his spot but he doesn't yeah. let it just go by without correcting him it's quiet yeah. he's like Corbin my boy there's nine I love that that Dennis oh said my that gosh Dennis like okay yes counting to nine isn't a huge sign of like high intelligence, but for some reason, Dennis just really strikes me as like smarter than he appears, or for smarter sure. than like his um, verbal Persona. mumbling. Yeah, let's on. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, no, I would agree with that. And he's just such a question mark to me. Yeah. Still, like I, I feel like I can't make any strong statements over whether I think he's playing well, over whether I think he's I know. the mole. Like he's it's just because a literally hard to hear yes <laughs> um, and b if i could hear him i it's a strategy i'm not familiar with yeah this is so, brand
1: new to the game yeah,
0: yeah. i'm here for it because it's really fun to watch but i don't know what to make of it just yet totally um and so anyway we're at dinner and steve now this is where Stephen his jealousy thing is coming out again where he's you know he, he has a confessional and he's saying like that Corbin and Dennis definitely have something going on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, and Dennis, he's smart. Um, even though he has like two piercings through his nose and he looks so freaky, you can't even look at him. And then he immediately is like, I mean, not freaking a bad way, Dennis, like, uh, freaky good. And so we flip back to dinner and Stephen now confronts Dennis about the pinata incident. Ooh. he's like, why wouldn't you let me hit your pinata? Like why wouldn't why'd you let Corbin hit your pinata this but has not been me eating at him? Yeah, and Dennis at first he's like in unintelligible and he's kind of like, I don't know, pinata, <laughs> and like, like everyone's like, pinata.
1: <laughs> he's like pinata. I don't know. <laughs> and Ahmad goes, pinata is pinata. Like he's like. <laughs> confirmed
0: oh gosh uh, okay what's interesting is like Ahmad is big in like a sports news guy and Dennis <laughs> is clearly a big sport sports like, do news. they know each other do
1: they oh each did other? they know each other before this right. I didn't think about that I mean they're we'll both have in them yeah let's we'll have do to some look it digging mm-hmm. if
0: I can get a clip from um I don't want to watch the Michael Jordan documentary but if I have oh. to in the name of research
1: <laughs> if it has good reviews I'll check it out but if it's <laughs> Is it like a series of? It's like multiple episodes. Oh, it's not like just yeah, a movie. No. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we can find the highlights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Anyone out there. Yeah.
0: Uh, gosh. All right. So anyway, I'm going to play a quick clip okay. of, because this, I mean, Stephen will not let this like thing go. He's like very yeah. upset. And so I'm going to get a little bit of this confrontation. Okay.
1: And he just had a field day on your piñata dog. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe you'd already gotten the button I wanted. What? Yeah. Well, well, you I'll, already I'll. got the box I
1: wanted. What what that has nothing to do with the fact that Dennis made it easier for you to hit his pinata than he did for me. I wanna know why. He's tired. Yeah, he doesn't I was just like ti- you. I was just tired, dude. I didn't you want were me. tired? I was just tired, dude. You were just tired. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, uh, I liked a few things about that. I loved A. Stevens just saying in a straight face to Dennis, you let him have a field day on your pinata, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Like, you'll never
1: hear that sentence again.
0: (laughs) It's Um, good. I love it as, like, a phrase of, like, friendship betrayal. Like, you let him have a field day on your pinata. Yeah. Um and two i loved then the silence of after steven confronted them Mm -hmm. and then corbin stepping up for dennis Mm -hmm. and saying he was just
1: tired (laughs) clearly (laughs) knowing it's a bag of baloney yeah and i was like yeah i was just tired yeah that's it i was just tired thanks corbs
0: (laughs) but it was like amazingly silent for a long that was time before
1: comedic Ugh. timing was on point there that amazing I, I mean and it's like if corbin didn't jump in and say something was dennis just gonna literally never respond to steven <laughs> he, like i don't think he would have he and was just like i eh.
0: Uh. Dennis does not care at all because then like a few minutes later Ahmad is like getting ready to give a cheers to everyone (gasps) and he's like holding up his glass and he's like basically telling everyone like you know good luck for your next quiz like someone's gonna be you know executed and Dennis like has his head down, is not paying attention while everyone else has their glass up. And Ahmad literally says, Dennis, I'm also trying to say this to you. <laughs> and so Dennis is like, oh, and like picks up his glass. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> yeah, he singles him out as if he needs extra good luck for the quiz. Yeah. <sighs> oh, gosh. Oh gosh. Um, and so,
0: yeah, that's it. Then they
1: head off into the quiz. Yeah, um, so in our place of the quiz, I didn't write any of the questions down. Um, We, you know, this season in particular, they stopped even showing all of the questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And we recap a little in our last episode, but just like, it's not that interesting. Um, Mm -mm. And a lot of the questions that they actually took on the quiz, we wouldn't know as viewers because it's like specific to something they lived that they didn't air.
0: It's like, what color shoes was the mole wearing? And we're like, I don't know.
1: It's like, I don't know. So um, Tori and I now have a new segment in which we ask each other one question from uh, just like something we noticed from the episode. Um, So my question is. (laughs) I'm ready. All right. It's a multiple choice one. Um, Okay. In which scene did we see Dennis Rodman without his sunglasses? All right um and so it's in order of the uh like as we saw the scenes in the episode so from earliest okay. to most recent um in okay. the in the opening confessionals
0: okay.
1: while he was in the pinata in the exemption or bust challenge at the pool while he was taking the quiz hmm
0: <laughs> this is hard i know um, it's I'm trying to imagine his face without his sunglasses and I can't (laughs) (laughs) I know oh gosh what do his eyes look like (laughs) um and uh, I really don't know and so if I'm going logically it's like I think you would have them on during the pinata scene because like you're outside in the sun you might want them um, and logically, it makes the least sense that he would be wearing them during the quiz because you're staring at a computer screen. Yeah. But I don't trust Dennis to do the logical <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really hard. You know what? I'm actually going to say during the pinata scene because maybe like he was getting rowdy and he was afraid they were going to fall off. Um, And that's also the least logical answer because it was when he was like outside in the sun. So I'm going to go least logical and say during the pinata scene
1: so that is incorrect uh, um but is it I, during the quiz it's during the opening confessionals okay so yeah that was a tough one um because it was actually during the quiz that I realized like does Dennis Rodman ever take off his sunglasses so I like scrubbed through the episode right. again <laughs> and that's when I saw in the opening confessionals he didn't have them on and I was like interesting so no when you asked me I was like I've never seen yeah I know <laughs> like never seen him <laughs> But uh, I went down a very, very brief um, investigation because um, I was also like, he wears them at night and in the dark. He's wearing his sunglasses. Right. Um, and he has an interview from 2019 as to why he always wears sunglasses. Uh-huh. And so again, this is from 2019. So I have a right. couple quotes. Um, I started wearing sunglasses because I've seen too many people lie to my face so I'm wearing sunglasses mold, just, just to show me how to look at people with how they really are. So I really don't try to communicate visual wise. <sighs> yeah. So I don't I huh. guess he was already on to this life view in 2004 <laughs> during um, the moment. It's
0: interesting because if you're wearing them because you feel like people are always lying to you, I feel like sunglasses help you always lie to people because you can be shifty. I don't see how it helps you tell if people are lying to you or not.
1: Right. Yeah. It's like you can just look more intensely at their eyes. (laughs) Right. Like
0: like that sunglasses don't have a truth detecting
1: lens. Thank you. I know the logic again. Logic doesn't super check out. Yeah. Love it.
0: (laughs) I am here for it. I love there's a reason. Yeah. Uh, I, that's ridiculous because I just feel like a, a response that I would have expected from anyone would be like, it's just a fashion statement. Yeah, but it's Dennis just my is signature. Like, no.
1: no, it's about, you don't want to get lied oh. to.
0: Wow, amazing. <laughs> to my face. Um, all right, I have a question for you. Okay. And I was torn between two questions, so the way I'm going to do it is I will give you the question and then if you get it right it'll have like a bonus hard question okay cool okay so um for my question it's that during the exemption or bust game steven's wearing a basketball jersey Mm -hmm. what state or city is written on the basketball jersey new jersey Um, okay i was gonna see if you need a multiple choice or not (laughs) okay so then the it is new jersey Uh then the a bonus difficult question is what number is on the oh. jersey is it I'll give you choices okay. if you want cool yeah is it 5
1: 7 13 or 25 um something about seven is jumping out to me so I'm gonna say seven that's wrong uh, is five. okay. But
0: I knew that was an extra challenge, yeah. and i I felt confident you can get New Jersey because you're from Jersey. Right, I was right, like,
1: right. and he wears a lot of um, I forget what he had before, but he had another like sports shirt on earlier in the episode, yeah, or like he wears a New York. I think it's a Mets hat. Like he has like some mm-hmm. different like New York, New Jersey things going on and he's from there Long is a- Island. Yes. Um so yeah, I remember the New Jersey did stand out at me. Yeah.
0: There were a lot of, like, sports gear going yeah. on, and it's really hard for us. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe she'll get confused. Doing <laughs> the best we can, yeah. <laughs> okay, love it. Um, Good. All right, so our fam, they take the quiz. Our fam. Um, and then the way it works is the quiz is all questions about who the mole is and whoever scores the lowest on the quiz, so whoever, like, knows the least about the mole is going to get executed. So they're all sitting in a line, and... And, you know, a mod types their name into the computer one by one. And if it turns green, they're safe. And if it's red, they were eliminated. Um, So we'll start with Mark. So, oh, no, no, we don't start with Mark. Um, But Mark says, basically, he's like, can we all hold hands? Um, And so everyone holds hands. Um, And so, all right, the first name that goes in is Dennis. And types in the name and it comes back green. Dennis is safe and this was very exciting because Dennis jumped up freaking out like so pumped yeah. like screaming he freaks out it's crazy which is nice because I was like he does want to be here yeah. okay he's motivated right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I loved <laughs> he's, it he's getting it yeah um and so then we type in Keisha's name press enter it comes back green Keisha's safe okay uh and we need to remember that Stephen's exempt right 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 um, okay. And so then we type in Mark's name. Press enter. Mark is safe. It's okay. Green. Falls to the ground. <laughs> um, and so then we type in Angie's name. Press enter. Comes back green. Angie's safe. Okay. At this point, Dennis says after Angie's safe, Dennis says, Oh, that's bad.
1: Oh, yeah, he does say that.
0: Which I was like, is he saying that because now there's only two people and it's between Corbin and Tracy? Right. And so is he aligned with Corbin? And he's like, oh, no.
1: Right. Or was it something specifically about Angie still being here that's bad? Right. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But he says it really loudly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's not like whispering Uh, it to himself.
0: The one moment he's
1: intelligible, it's like you shouldn't have said that to (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is why I don't speak up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) um all right so it's between corbin and tracy's like you know oh. it's one of you two and he types in tracy's name first presses enter and it's green
1: tracy oh. is
0: safe by default corbin's out oh
1: no oh my gosh this I is can't. the most shocking execution yet it the is. commercial didn't lie oh. Oh my gosh Corbin
0: and this is uh, how they did him last time when he was eliminated they did him last
1: that sucks oh that really sucks it's to sucks. just have they to wait basically... the whole time gosh. and not even get the closure of the red screen like you just know mm-hmm. it's me yeah
0: he's so upset like everyone like hugs him Tracy's like come back a third time yeah, like that was cute of her but um it's dark it is and i will play some of corbin's last words because it was depressing it's very to be sad yeah yeah here's corbin on the way out clearly this is a game that's not within my abilities so you get smart and you don't do it anymore
1: like, that is the saddest so sad. thing i've ever he's heard he's broken
0: like, Ugh. he's just, I clearly am not good at this, and I'll never try it again. Yeah,
1: he's like, you know, you get a second chance, and if you blow it, then you're just bad at this game. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, Corbin, you're not a bad person, though.
0: No, like, it's okay, Corbin, it's a game, yeah,
1: Corbin. He really loves it, though, and he really respects the game, even though he gets super... out of line
0: with it and he does get out of line and too aggressive sometimes but he
1: loves it
0: and it's really sad to imagine that like this broke
1: him right i really wish his mole career didn't end on that note even if he got a little further i think he wouldn't have had this kind of um sentiment but being the second Mm -hmm. person out i think he really feels that that's a failure
0: yeah, it's yeah. worse than he did on his first right, season. Right, right. And, I mean, now, like... Me, I'm like, does he still feel this way? I know. Like, is he still burns by the mole? And I'm thinking about how last season when we were talking about Hawaii, we didn't know how he did in Yucatan yet, and so we tried to mail him a snow globe about <laughs> the mole. Like, I'm just like, was
1: that insensitive?
0: Is I the scar still fresh? I know. Like,
1: it I can't be. It's like 15 years later, but <sighs> I mean, but he's intense. It is. Well, ha- maybe if the show came back again, like he's had right. some wisdom evolving over all these years hopefully had some time maybe he would come back i would love that um Ugh. but i did find it like interesting so i went back to his imdb because again we cover like early in the the hawaii cast assessment he becomes like um a director and a writer for like a lot of different like again, kind of like faith-based, romantic comedy-type movies. Um, And he directs his first film the year after this season. So I'm like, I don't know if maybe maybe in a good way it shifted his career trajectory. Um,
0: He had a chance to put all of that energy into something else. Yeah,
1: maybe. Um, But yeah, it was a sad way to see him go, seeing him that sad.
0: It, it's a sad sending ending of his arc on the mall.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. So now that we have uh, that really depressing ending, yeah. should we come into a tiny bit of community chat? Yes, I would love that. Okay. You start us out, Jackie. Okay. So the community chat is an archived internet forum board mm-hmm. from 2004 from reality tv right it still exists so yes. jackie let's get some fresh takes from Great. the community as they were watching this live
1: yes tori thank you for digging through these forums and pulling up some good theories for us to give highlight to okay so this one comes from sucka fish which sounds familiar i don't know if we've read something by you before um, this post is called Rodman is the Mole, and it reads, I have very good reason to believe that Dennis Rodman is the mole. Number one, in the second episode, Dennis picked the bull Pinata. He won three NBA championships with the Chicago Bulls. Okay, there we okay, go. Okay, so there's our answer. Confirmation. <laughs> good for us. <laughs> Two, when they voted on who should have an exemption, Dennis would have been the recipient, but he gave the lame excuse of wanting to play the game straight through, taking money away from the pot. Okay. Fair. Mm -hmm. Um, Number three. On the official ABC The Mole website, he is the only one with dark sunglasses. A mole (laughs) is blind. Blind men wear sunglasses. Therefore, the man (laughs) with the shades is the mole. Um
0: great point uh-huh. suck a fish but we actually know now that he wears the sunglasses beak to tell if people are lying right
1: if <laughs> anything it could be a result of like being burned in this game that he now always wears sunglasses but
0: yeah so i don't hate that theory yeah. but we now just know better in right. 2020
1: yeah it's you know time is on our side with <laughs> with uh oh strategy i like it though
0: I like it. I feel like that Dennis is someone nobody can figure out yet, so yeah, a great point, suck fish
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, him refusing the exemption, like, yes, Corbin and Angie and Keisha did most of the work keeping the money out of the pot for that challenge, but he could have said yes and ended it right there and he mm-hmm. didn't so that is that's something true. i didn't think about yeah. i really didn't
0: think about that that yeah. is really a good point yeah. i just thought i was like dennis you're stupid but right. i wasn't thinking about if that's just a way to make them not win yeah oh. so i don't know dang totally dennis fair point. got a lot of layers <laughs> yeah, <wow>. going on <laughs> now that you say it like that Whoa. um Suck i will say him picking the bull pinata that just means that he likes bulls because he was on the bull team. I don't think that has anything to do with the bulls. Exactly.
1: But. I think we've yeah we've ruled that out as any kind of clue.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have another kay. take here from a Mister Game Show, and Whoa. I got to tell you, Jackie, I'm really struggling with this mm-hmm. post. Like, it's a clue thread where people are talking about clues about you know production clues about who they think the mole is. Okay. And. Please help me understand kay. how this is a clue. He says, during a transition, there was a sky of clouds. Maybe uh, this is reaching, but it almost came across like it was a map of Asia or Great Britain in the clouds. What? And I'm like, What really? does that even do for us <laughs> if it was? And then I have read this and I'm like, is anyone in the cast from Asia or Great Britain? <laughs> and I don't think so. And my biggest thing I could pull is like, you know, Dennis Rodman is friends with Kim Jong-un, but I'm pretty sure that it's happens later, after yeah. this. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't... Huh. So... <sighs> I I have no idea.
1: Mr. Game no idea. yeah, he put that lead out there and then did not explain what yeah. he thinks the clouds <laughs> so are connected to. I'm just to. gonna give you this and then walk away. <laughs> Do with it what you will. Do with it what you but... will. Asia was in the sky. <laughs> yeah
0: so <laughs> oh that's crazy. oh i love this community me too <laughs> oh my so gosh so good
1: yeah i like that so. it's asia slash great britain as well like where okay. did the rest of europe go
0: also do asia and great britain look similarly no like i, think, I don't are you just so. talking about
1: like the whole eastern hemisphere like i don't In know and one con- uh, yeah
0: well just sleep on that one tonight, yeah. jackie we'll let
1: it settle yeah let it simmer <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh yeah
0: all right so that's from our community um we can quickly move on to our mvp lvp segment
1: yes absolutely um Um,
0: yeah this is just where me and jackie give a point to somebody (laughs) we like and we take a point away from someone that we didn't like that episode there doesn't have to be a real rhyme or reason um last right now where we stand after episode one steven is in the lead with (laughs) two points um so that's very cool and then trailing and then most people have zero points but then both Dennis and Angie have negative one point
1: okay all so. right it's anyone's game anyone's game my LVP point goes to Angie again
0: oh yeah Sorry, Angie.
1: no it's fair Ugh. I don't disagree yeah she
0: lost so much money yeah this episode and she's also
1: just like not fun to watch no i don't love it she's like like don't get me wrong corbin's anger is also not fun to watch but angie's anger gets like vicious in a way that feels more personal than corbin's anger right and yeah i i don't know i just
0: i don't like the wishy-washy i would almost like accept it if like she had that freak out and then went in confessional was like that's fine because that was good strategy for me because it makes people draw their attention to me right i don't understand how she's doing that strategy sometimes but other times it's just actually bad
1: yeah that's what i am struggling with totally that makes it seem like this kind of is maybe just the way she is and she justifies it at sometimes and forgets to justify right. it at others yeah right um i almost was going to give my lvp
0: point to angie as well but I don't want to like hammer on that too much um, because we might have plenty more chances for you to get negative (laughs) points from us. Um, And so to spread it out a little bit, I'm going to give my negative point to Corbin, which I mean, it stinks because that means he's going to end on a negative this season. Mm -hmm. But unless he's like does something really cool in the reunion
1: episode. Right. (laughs) Cool trick, Corbin. Come on.
0: (laughs) But I mean, it just wasn't a good show for him. He got out in the second episode. He didn't change his game up that much like he was still pulling the same strategy that he did in hawaii and while it's really entertaining for us to watch it's like corbin that didn't work for you last time
1: yeah And he opened up the episode saying he would sit back and listen and just be quiet and he didn't even Mm -mm. seem to really try no yeah (sighs) well sorry corbs mvp mvp um I'm between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it to Dennis. I was between... Oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I was between... Actually, I was between three people. I was between Dennis and Steven primarily, but I did consider Tracy. Okay. Um, but I feel like Dennis, again, if we were to compare to episode one, um, we got way more from him this episode he had like interactions with other people this time yeah steven and corbin um and i felt like when i was able to figure out what he said i liked what he was saying um and i'm intrigued by his like play the game straight up type strategy that he held really firm to for sure and
0: i mean clearly like people are interested in working with him Um, and he's a hard read, so mm-hmm. people don't know what to make of him. And we're seeing that he seems a bit more engaged now. Right. So still hard to figure out, but I, I fully support that. I was considering Dennis. Um, and I also, then the other two that I'm considering are Stephen and Tracy. Uh. Um, and a large part of me... Originally wanted to give it to Steven just because I think that he's improved so much from Hawaii. Um, And, like, I'm enjoying seeing him make alliances and actually think strategy. But then when I think about it, I think Tracy deserves the MVP MVP point more because just because Steven has improved a lot. like his bar was really low right like i think tracy is still doing objectively better right um i'm I'm impressed with steven just because he's come so far but tracy is here and she is like very smart in the way that she's thinking about the people she's in the alliance with steven yeah. and i can't help but feel like she's like the brains of that operation mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so i I just she's calm, she's yeah, collected. Definitely. She no one's suspicious of her as far as we're seeing. Right. Like, um so
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a great pick. I again, I think she's a good narrator for the season. She's like mm-hmm. the most relatable person to me on this season where yeah, like you said she's staying calm and so like she's the voice of reason from Everyone else is like crazy personalities. Mm-hmm. Um Exactly. Yeah. And we need that. Like
0: I I'm enjoying Dennis and Steven, but at some point it's like I just need to know what's actually
1: going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> like someone needs to speak clearly yeah. enough to tell me what's happening.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I I have such a soft spot for Tracy for
1: sure. Me too. Me too. Ugh.
0: Oh, gosh. So <gasps> Corbin's out. Um, but we're getting closer. We're down to only six people. Yeah. So, um, you know, I I love I love the direction we're heading in, Jackie. I love
1: where we're headed. It's a good group of people still in the game, and I think, like we said, like people are picking it up a notch. Um, Mm -hmm. it's you know, there's not a dud in the crew.
0: Mm -mm, not a
1: dud Mm -mm. and
0: i'm here for it i can't wait to see what happens next time we chat Mm -hmm. and uh we'll get one step closer to finding out who is the mole